Refugee Action Coalition says Australia has recommenced its program of detaining asylum seekers in Nauru. Lydia Lewis spoke with refugee advocate Ian Rintoul about the new Nauru president and Nauru's candidates for the next Secretary General of the Pacific Islands Forum. She started off asking on what's the latest on the refugees arriving on Nauru. He says the 11 asylum seekers were sent there in September. It's all very secretive because the, the Labor government, like the previous Morrison government, is re- refusing to answer very many direct questions. But from what we do know, uh, in September there was a boat uh, picked up. We're not sure where it was picked up. Uh, the government won't disclose that. But 11 uh, Tamil so- asylum seekers were taken taken to Nauru. Uh, and um, we now know that amongst those 11 is a, a mother and a, a 17-year-old. Uh, so there is a not an unaccompanied minor, but there is a, a minor uh, uh, as part of the, the group of, of 11, uh, we're presuming, uh, Tamils uh, that are now uh, in Nauru. And after all of the work that was done to ensure that no one has to go through uh, the brutal detention that you've been campaigning against for many years, is this disappointing or how would you describe this? Well, of course, it's it's disappointing, uh, but the uh, the tragedy always has been that the Labor government is committed and remains committed to the whole architecture of Operation Sovereign Borders, including spending hundreds of millions of dollars to keep Nauru open as a functional detention centre. And uh, this was uh, inevitable, in my opinion, uh, that at at some point uh, people would be intercepted and would be taken taken to Nauru. Uh, One of our concerns is that... uh, whether people are going to be allowed to make a, a refugee application on the Roo, uh under the laws that you know, presently exist there for them to make that application and be processed on the Roo, or whether, as we've seen in other cases, uh, the Australian government might to uh, effectively screen them out. Uh, that is to uh, quickly uh, ascertain whether they believe that, that people have protection claims and then try to return them uh, to Sri Lanka. As far as we know, they're still um, on the on the roof, uh, but when the government was questioned about this in Senate estimates uh, last week, uh, they refused to divulge any you know, basic information, not, not the date that the boat was intercepted, not the place the boat was intercepted, um, and even refused to disclose uh, you know, the, uh, the people or the composition of the group you know, that, was, uh, you know, that was intercepted. Uh, so um, you know, that side of things is very, very disappointing, uh, that the Labor government is maintaining the same kind of secrecy that the Morrison and government uh, you know, kept the whole operation of sovereign borders shrouded in. Nauru has now got a new president, David Adiang, just in news to hand in the last hour. What do you uh, know about David Adiang and what is his history in terms of the refugee situation? His reputation was for as someone who was a little more sympathetic to the you know the refugee situation, uh, so I would be um, you know hoping that uh, he would be taking a much more you know a much more critical view of uh, you know Labor using the Roo as a detention centre than uh, than the previous Prime Minister. But the the tragedy is for Nauru is that there's such a huge proportion of its income now comes from you know the detention centre, even at a time when there's no people being detained, when there's only 11 be- people being detained, there is a, a huge apparatus 
forests are still being, you know, underwritten by, you know, by the Australian government, and that has been the tragedy that effectively a huge amount of Nauru's income actually comes from, you know, Australia maintaining a detention facility, you know, on Nauru. So, as much as I would like to think uh, David Adiang is more sympathetic uh, than uh, other prime ministers, and certainly the one that's have gone. Um, and uh, probably would be my preferred choice of the the candidates that were up to uh, up to replace the one that's been deposed. Um, I don't really hold any hopes, uh, you know, that uh, he's you know he's got, about to close down, you know, detention on the roof anytime soon. We've got the upcoming Pacific Islands Forum, and to my knowledge, Baron Wanga is still the incoming or is still going to be the Secretary General of the Pacific Islands Forum, obviously still to be confirmed following the leaders' meeting. Can you tell me in your own words what Baron Wanga's history is like and why he's come under so much fire regarding refugees? Yeah, he is one of the uh, the most forthright of maintaining the detention centre, the most you know, eager and enthusiastic uh, to be a willing accomplice uh, to Australia's offshore, offshore detention arrangements. And uh, I think that's why. And he's been extremely you know, critical of, of any opposition. I'm just sort of struggling now to remember the name, but there was one guy that uh, Wonga was uh, critical to uh, keeping off, uh, you know, off Nauru. And um, he was also a previous prime minister who uh, was... Ve- very, very vocal um, about the uh, about the treatment of refugees on Nauru and about the complicity of Nauru uh, in the abuse of human rights, uh, the asylum seekers' human rights on Nauru. Uh, but uh, Wonga made sure he couldn't go back to Nauru. Uh, that other other people, he's uh, you know had a reputation as quite a you know, a ruthless uh, operator in a in a government that's uh, renowned for its uh, you know its level of its level of uh, you know corruption and nepotism. And so, what's your message to Pacific leaders? as they meet next week to decide who is going to lead them? I mean, do you believe he's fit to lead 18 members of the Pacific Islands Forum on a world stage? Uh, no, look, he's never he's never been fit, and it's very, very disappointing uh, that Nauru put him forward and that other Pacific leaders were, were willing to uh, you know, accept him as the leader of the Pacific Forum. The Pacific Forum's got a re- bit of a reputation, actually, of you know standing up for the you know the rights of the Pacific nations. Uh, Nauru is not not one of them. No, Nauru and certainly uh, is not uh, not someone who will actually you know stand up for the rights against the you know powers like uh, like you know like Australia or like China or like the you know the US and uh, that's desperately what's needed in the, in the Pacific um, and I think uh, having Wonga there actually stains uh, you know the uh, the Pacific uh, Forum as uh, with someone who you know has uh, spoken out very strongly you know um, in support of the, de- the de- detention and the uh, you know abuse of asylum seekers' rights on you know on the roof so uh, I'd be very hopeful you know that he he you know he was deposed there are very very big issues over questions of climate Melanesia West Papua uh, that uh, the Pacific Islands uh, need to uh, need to address, and uh, Wong is not going to help them do that. RNZ Pacific has reached out to Australia's Home Affairs Department and Nauru's government for comment.